The following presentation is from North Pine Baptist Church. We trust that it will help you learn more about God and His message for the world. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au. Uh, 
God. It means that you cross the limits of God's self and trust Him. But Jesus here in this story is going to push the envelope of those people that you came to. People who are very religious. People who have all the answers. If they have asked the question, somebody has asked the question, what I expected to his wife and said, you know, I'm about God. They have had all the answers. But Jesus took the fight for those good answers. Myself the question that I'm asking myself. If Jesus had come today to the church, the religious, only religious Christians would ask him, if you had come to modern day people, what would you say to us? How would you want to stretch us? Would you do similar things and say similar things to Story you'll find in Mark chapter 2. It's a story about people fasting, and, and, and we're not going to read it. I'm simply going to read one verse from it Mark chapter 2, uh, from verse 18. It's my also it works for me. Uh, but people come to Jesus and say, You know, people are fasting, Pharisees are fasting, but your disciples are not fasting. Uh, but Jesus simply says this, um, you know, we're not, we're not fasting now, right now. We're having a celebration because he says this in Mark 2 19. This is the first of the three pictures we're going to go through. Jesus said, how can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? They cannot so long as they have him with them. Now, think about that for a while. What are you trying to say? I'm going to talk to my friend tomorrow. How, how does this picture help me? Talk to my friend about who Jesus is and why he's important to me. Hold on to that thought. The second little story is this one about Jesus and his disciples walking through the fields, the wheat fields. And it's a Sabbath day. It's a Saturday. And, and they're not allowed to do work on the Sabbath, right? And they're rubbing corn and, and eating this grain, so eating this grain. And, and the Pharisees, who come all the way from Jerusalem, like the Kabbalah city, uh, imagine just watching people walking through the wheat fields and, and, and checking them out. Why would they do that? Well, Jesus was making a difference. He was creating a stir. They came all the way from Jerusalem to look at him, to catch him out. They say to Jesus, you're not allowed to do that, Jesus. You can't be taking this wheat and eating it when you work on the Sabbath. And so Jesus answers them in this way, as he says in Mark 2, 27, the Sabbath was made for man, not man, for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is born even on the Sabbath. But what does that mean about Jesus? Let's go to that point. We've got this thing about the bridegroom, and we've got this thing about the Sabbath, and the Son of Man, how alone is that going to help you with your friend? On Monday, and we'll do like right now. That's where we go. And so this morning, we have to make a command about Jesus Christ. And he's going to do that nothing at all in his country. There is no duty. I think most Christians, and I know I have done this, have tried to live in the duty. Most Christians find themselves afraid of life. Joyless, powerless in their walk with God because they're living in the closet to live in the in between. Between being sold out into to Jesus Christ and being lukewarm about Him. But there is really nothing in our lives. And I 
want to be more fidel in life, and just keep journey through this next passage with them in the room. Keep the hand in the story with the folks that are also sitting and listening to other disciples. The men and women, look at the, the men and, and then the women who come with them, who change their world. These were people looking around about and seeing who Jesus was, and there were so many other things taken that they changed and walked down the Another time, Jesus went into the synagogue and a man with a shriveled hand was there. I want you to notice how this man was described. That's another man. He simply says he had a shriveled hand. Imagine that being your labor as you get to Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. And so they watched him closely to see if he would on the Sabbath. This is the idea that the Sabbath, the Sabbath was a, was a holy day, a day of rest, it, it commemorated when God had, had, had created the world and calls, and, and, and now he you know, was complete and was happy with how it was. But the Jewish folks had come up with all these regulations around what you were allowed to do on the Sabbath. For example, you could travel from your house, you could only walk a thousand meters, right? That was as far as you could walk. Meaning, you were not allowed to look in the mirror. That was considered work. Why is it work? Well, if you look at the mirror and you saw some gray hair, you might be tempted to pull it out. And this would have been good as long as we do nowadays. So you only weren't allowed to look in the mirror. You never might put on lipstick, right? That would have been definitely good amount of work. Then you couldn't carry anything more than a bright suit. That was the maximum weight you were allowed to carry. You know, this is all of you, but these are the rules that people live under. Um, you, you, you couldn't tell them how to come there and catch it, because that was considered work. It was prohibited. Chairs couldn't be moved because you, you made a mark in the sand, and they would be considered plowing in the sand. And you could only carry enough empty gold, two letters of the alphabet, and the last one, posters not allowed to be worn, because they would they would wait for the pulp. So all of you, I want to make angry. 
and then maybe you also do the systems that they built to do all of God and to think they were all in God. And you know that they started out in the right place, but they're so sidetracked. He's distressed at the study of how he says, Chris, I think I'm supposed to be out of his hand, was distorted. And look at the response of the folks around him instead of celebrating. The Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. Now, those two words, Pharisees and Herodians, much as they Hopefully, they can explain what they are. Pharisees were the basically self-proclaimed leaders that carried a lot of weight in the Jewish community. The Herodians were the opposite extreme. They were the people who represented the Herods, the, the Roman rule. Those kinds of folks, the Pharisees were trying to get rid of. But the Pharisees thought that we better team up with somebody to take out this Jesus' way. It's causing too much trouble. I think God is doing something new, wanting to do something new. When the passion and love we have for Jesus is going to slowly spill out into our community, that our community are going to go, we shouldn't be doing that. We better deal with you. There's no way you should be so radical. We will have to do something about this. Friends in the Western world, we sort of fallen into the trap of two ways of living. As Christians, and I must be honest, I find myself in both of these traps. Number one, sometimes we beat ourselves up. And we say, I'm just not good enough. I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. How on earth am I going to talk to my friend about Jesus when I have my own struggles? That's one camp you can be in. The other camp is we can become, we can take a high road, we can think that we are better than others. We know more about them. We become critical of others. We look down our noses at them, take a moralistic view. And I find myself at times being in that camp when I'm critical of somebody else, when I'm critical of, of perhaps somebody from a different culture doing something in a different way. I find I take the high road at times. I find I swim between these two. And the challenge for us as Christians is to look at narrow tracks, where we don't ask, we might find ourselves in either of us ourselves, but we come back to who Jesus is. There's a delicate balance, my friend, between superiority and anxiety, between saying I'm better than anyone else and saying I'm not good enough. See, Jesus here starts to get to the heart. Even our forefathers, Adam and Eve, they struggled with these two right in the beginning. So it should be no surprise that you were struggling with that too. You think about them in an attempt that they thought, we're going to be like God. This pride in, in the human heart. And even when there was the fall, then they hit themselves and they were struggling with the nakedness. This I'm not good enough. This anxiety. This this to better hide away from God. How does Jesus make a difference here? And how do you answer the pre Christian thing? Notice how we use the word pre Christian. We're in a culture where everything goes. 
as Jesus has to push the envelope. This is just a moment.
be prepared to be in Jerusalem and answer the questions people are asking. We're going to be prepared to grapple with the messiness of life out there and, and not have our holy other ways okay, but we just get together and make a decision about the answer that is coming forth. And we just look down from society and no longer have a voice. How exactly that's going to work? I'm so grateful the Holy Spirit is doing that work with that comfortable God. This is God. This is me following the dislocations happening. Philippians 1, the last few months as a church, as an example of them, and there are others, other churches have gone through other dislocations. My friends, instead of going, Let's look more into this. I would encourage you to embrace this. To embrace the change that will be teach us how do we shift more, how do we become more like Jesus, how do we have a right heart faith for the sake of our youth and the other things. The challenge is this. Let me give you three questions to ask. And I just like the way Jesus answers, asks questions and never answers them. So I'm going to ask you questions. Firstly, what is your plan to restore your devotion to Jesus? I'd ask you on a scale of 0 to 10, where is the, you know, 0 being, uh, really, I don't know if Jesus is even alive and God and God, and 10 being super hot, like a hot, that's a super hot face. Where would you put them? Where would you put them? Standing in the way of that being a bigger number. What's your plan? For some of you, you don't have an answer to this. For what way are rules preventing you from seeing what's going to come in this life? We set up in our minds about what a Christian should look like, should say, should do. It's going to be tested. Last week we saw Jesus hung up with the sinners. Thirdly, some of you, the answer starts here, number three. How can we capture the Sabbath rest? How can we do this thing? How can you take a break from the frenetic pace? The Sunday, the Sabbath is just like another day. This was the make as a legalistic rule. And so the choice you make to come away, to be certain, to be replaced. Some of you have been stuck. Some of you, your faith is poor because it's a secret. Starting some of your spiritual practices, reading the Bible, trying finding the way that works. For some of these Sabbath rest, by the way, it doesn't just mean that you take breath. Sabbath rest also means that you bring everything that is good about the ground into the spirit. Some of these Sabbath rest may be. Help your neighbor with a garden. 
sometimes I've been honest with you this morning, and uh, just trust you and ask for your prayer. And pray for you to ask you to be joined as well. If you would not start with that website, but we're going to open up all your prayers for you because this is the body of God. I'm not the only one who can pray, and this is the body of God who can join you today and ask for you. But if you miss the prayer, come forward. Talk to your friend next to you and say, hey, what did Bryce talk about? Please pray with me. You're all priests. You're all priests of God. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for this presentation from North Pine Baptist Church. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au. 